to be named as a leper was, in one sense, a death sentence. It was as if immediately you ceased to exist. We need to be clear, of course, that these people who are named as lepers in our Gospel reading probably didn't have leprosy as we understand it in this day and age. They had any number of skin diseases that caused them to be isolated, to be cast out from society and made to live in the outer regions. They were non-persons. They didn't exist. They might as well be dead already. It's these ten lepers, these ten people who were outcasts in the full sense of that word, who are standing outside a town as we hear and cry out to Jesus to take pity on them. And Jesus simply says, go and show yourselves to the priests. It was what was required if someone was thought to be cleansed from leprosy. You had to go and make yourself known to the priest so that they could be verified so that you could be restored to ritual purity, ritual cleanliness, and so brought back into the fold of the community. So when Jesus sends them to a priest, he's actually saying, I think you might be worthy of being reincorporated with into society. And so they go, and as, they, as we hear, they are heading in that direction, and they find themselves cleansed of whatever skin condition they were afflicted with. Nine of them kept going. Nine of them kept going thinking, wow, I've been healed, it's great, I'm going back to my family, all to these people that I thought I was cut off from. Only one of them realises the full significance of what has taken place and turns back and thanks God. Only one realises the full significance of what Jesus has done for them. Only one realises he has received salvation in the full sense of that word. And only one, a Samaritan, another good Samaritan, returns, kneels before Jesus and raises his voice in praise and thanksgiving of God. To be healed by God is a wonderful thing. To be lavished with God's gift of love so much that you are restored to wholeness restored to the community from which you are outcast is a truly wonderful thing. But when it inspires a desire to praise God at the top of your voice, there, my friends, is true salvation to be found. There, in that desire to raise our voices in praise of God, just as Naaman in our first reading, there is true salvation. It's wonderful to receive God's gifts. But if we do nothing with it other than go about our business as normal, then we haven't truly appreciated them. We haven't received true salvation. Only when we turn back, fall to our knees before our God and praise Him and thank Him for all that we have has been lavished upon us, only then can we say we have received salvation. Because that's what salvation is. It prompts a desire to praise God for things that God has done to us. So on this day, as we hear this story of the healing of ten lepers and the salvation given to one, a foreigner, who other people would have thought unworthy of such a gift, we are reminded of just what we are called to do when we recognise the great gifts God has given to us. We don't carry on as if things are just the way it should be. No, no. We are called 
to experience true salvation and to come back fall to our knees and praise our God for what God has lavished upon us willingly. So let's do that. Let's remember that we truly are a saved people. And as a result, we are called to raise our voices in thanksgiving and praise of our God, the one who has saved us.